In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. St. James is describing the action of hearing God's word as looking in a mirror. When we use a mirror, it is to see what we look like and to adjust our appearance. Perhaps the mirror will show disheveled hair or some smudge or, smudge or blemish or maybe some food still in one's teeth. A mirror is a tool used to make you know what you look like so you can fix something about your image. You look at a mirror and when you see a problem, you do something about it. St. James is saying that God's word or God's law or God's commandments, they are like a mirror. When we regard ourselves in the law, the law shows us the reality of what we look like. The law convicts us of sin and is meant to show us areas of our lives where we need to work or improve. The law convicts us. The law shows us where we have fallen short and reveals to us the parts of our lives where we need forgiveness and, indeed, where we need to grow in virtue. However, looking in a mirror is only a useful exercise if you mean to do something about your appearance. Looking in the law and measuring yourself up is only a useful exercise if that information leads to some action. This was one of Jesus' complaints about the Jewish leadership in his day. The Jewish leadership would only use the law to show people where they failed and would not allow people to act upon that information. They would not give people an opportunity to repent and turn their lives around. The author of Hebrews tells us that God has put his laws into our hearts and has written it in our minds through the Holy Spirit. In other words, we know by the power of the Holy Spirit where we need to grow because the Holy Spirit shows us ourselves through the law, just like a mirror. When we look into the law and we ignore this, then we are like a man who regards his figure in a mirror, sees that his hair is messy, and does nothing about it. He then goes on about his day and forgets that he needed to do anything at all about his appearance. St. James uses this idea of a mirror as a way of making a distinction of knowing something and then of acting upon this knowledge. It is not enough to merely know something to be true. One must act upon this knowledge. St. James seems to be making a distinction between belief and faith. Belief is the intellectual assent to an idea. Belief is looking into the mirror and gaining truth about reality. Faith is taking that intellectual ascent further. Faith is a confidence that then turns our belief into action. A few verses down, St. James famously quotes that faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. St. James is saying that Unless there was enough confidence to merit action, then there was not enough faith in the belief to begin with. This does not mean that we must work for our salvation. That would be heresy. 
There is nothing we can do to earn our way into everlasting life. Jesus has already done this for us. But the other extreme, not having to do anything at all once we are baptized, is also wrong. Simply put, God has given us work to do, and we must do it. The good news is that we are able to ask for help. Today is the last Sunday in Eastertide. It is commonly known as Rogation Sunday. Rogation comes from the Latin word for to ask, and has often been used in the context of the church as a word for to pray. You'll notice that the next three days on the calendar, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, are all purple days and are traditionally used for prayer and fasting, for good rain and a fruitful harvest. Considering the drought we are currently in, it may be beneficial to pray for good rain. From today's gospel, Jesus says, Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. These are Jesus' last words to his disciples before he begins his passion. Jesus is giving his disciples the confidence that the Father both wants to give them good things and that prayers actually do something. We too can have confidence that God wants to give us the good things we ask for and that when we ask for them through our prayers, he will actually give them to us. When we pray, we know that God hears us, and our faithfulness is deepened when we continue in a habit of prayer. The church has given us a great gift in the form of morning and evening prayer. These daily offices require that time be set aside in the mornings and in the evenings, and so this orients our day around prayer and God. The daily offices takes us through the Bible in a prayerful way, and the daily offices are a gift to help us to remain active and faithful in prayer to God, and keeps us in a habit of beginning and ending our days fixed on God. But prayer is more than simply asking God for the things we want or need. Prayer is when our soul turns its attention away from ourselves and the world, and prayer is when our soul turns its attention toward God. Consider this. Prayer is much more than saying or thinking words. Speaking to someone is a great way to turn your attention to them, and this is why speaking a prayer to God is a great way of turning our attention to him. However, there are so many other ways to spend time and pay attention to someone, and therefore, there are so many ways to spend time and pay attention to God. Contemplative prayer is a type of prayer when we sit with our attention to God in silence, giving him an opportunity to speak to us. Prayer is a continuation of the relationship between us and God. Prayer is the bringing of all our thoughts, words, and deeds to the Father through Jesus. When we spend time with God, we are affected by this. We are looking into the word of God, and God is showing us the things that we can improve upon. But what is better is that God also gives us the tools we need to improve. We just need to ask for them. 
This is what Jesus means that the Father will give us everything we ask. God will, of course, give us the virtues we need to grow. Of course, God will give us patience, kindness, meekness, or whatever we need if we ask for it and we are willing to do the work to obtain it. Being faithful in prayer means to trust that God hears us, like he says that he does, and act upon that reality. The troubling thing about the world is that there are a lot of beliefs that one could act upon. Having faith in a wrong belief, acting on something that is not true, is worse than thinking something that is true and doing nothing about it. This is why the law is such a blessing. We know it to be true because it is the word of God. We know which things work, and when we act upon them, we are set free from the captivity and bondage of the false beliefs of this world. We must allow prayer to permeate every part of our lives and every part of our being, because this is how we will grow, and this is how we will remain free. From the St. James Epistle, Quote, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer of the word, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost.